Hello and welcome to the With Me podcast where we talk about real people, real issues and real solutions. Cool, right? Yeah, it's with me. <laughs> oh, hi guys, welcome back to the With Me podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in once again this week. Um yeah, so today it is it with me actually. Um that was a topic I came up with and when I was thinking about it, I honestly couldn't figure out how I'm going to portray it with me but yeah as the title says we're going to be talking about food and actually I'm excited today I have a guest on the show yeah yeah hi <laughs> yeah say hi and you know introduce yourself hi I'm Kathleen um yeah basically and I'm um, I'm happy to be here yeah so <laughs> actually when I was thinking about who to call for this podcast I really needed to think of who I know who I could have like a, a fun conversation with and I thought about her and I was just like oh, thank you definitely definitely <laughs> someone I would like to have on the podcast also when it comes to food I think we have experienced like good moments with each other and because we're family yeah, yeah we've had um, we're basically we're sisters we're sisters so we've had like good conversations and good moments each, with each other um when it comes to food so I was like ah, this is the right person to call for for this conversation yeah, and also she's had her experiences, I've had mine, separate from each other, and I don't know, it's it's cool to hear what she has to say, whenever I like, sat down and had this conversation, like, what is food to you, and what does food mean to to you, and mm. what, yeah, like, basically, it's not like something you, you do a, con- a conversation, like a full conversation on, yeah, so the eat with me today actually is not about eating, we can't do a mukbang on on a podcast <laughs> but but yeah we're doing it right now right here about food um yeah so tell me what do you think food is to you Kathleen food yeah what is food yeah. that's a very broad broad question uh-huh. but I think um one thing when I think about food of course first is sustenance mm-hmm. because without it yeah I guess we wouldn't have the strength to do the things we need to do yeah um, would it be healthy? So yeah, that's one definite thing. Then food, food is. It's honestly, I feel like sometimes I just think about it like happiness. You ever thought of like a food and then you just feel happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. you know, yani, like, like chocolate. Oh, <laughs> like chapati. <laughs> chapati. Why, why are you going from? Oh, chicken. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, honestly, sometimes I just think about chicken and I get excited. You know. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Cause I think chicken. I think the one thing I love about chicken is the diversity. It's That's like potatoes. Eh, like you can literally go crazy with chicken. Fry it, boil it. It's edible all it's through. True. Always yeah. tamu. Always. Yeah. yeah. I think. Hey, if I've ever eaten bad chicken, even me, I'm surprised. Whoever cooked it, girl, Yeah, because it's actually rare. Rare. Yeah. Is. Although unless you put like a head in it and we're just all like oi or or feathers. Okay. Okay, <laughs> what 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 surprised me once is you know seeing feet, the head, hey me. I was I was surprised the, the chicken was still good me. I just took the regular pieces I know, but I was like, eh, what an Okulanga is he? You know, it was, um, it was a surprise for me. Let, let me just say, I, I, I don't think it's I don't know if it's appropriate or not appropriate for me to say this, but one of my friends stopped eating chicken mm-hmm. because they had this uh nanny in the house mm-hmm. who made chicken and then she put the head, the legs and then she it also had like particles of feathers or something and when she opened the dish she was like i'm not eating she's never <laughs> eaten she, she doesn't eat birds <laughs> T- 
till till now like it's it's just disgusting for her like she can't so yeah so yeah food definitely for you i mean for everyone of us it's about sustenance i mean mm. at the end of the day that's what keeps us mm. healthy and yeah. yeah food for the stomach and stomach for the food Huh? Food for food for the stomach and stomach for the food. Is it? Ah, wait. Or stomach for food. like it's um. There's this. I think it's a either a verse or a, or a, what is it called? A proverb. Yeah. In the Bible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, I think it's in Corinthians. It just talks about like food for the stomach or or stomach for food, something like that. Uh-huh. And it's just the whole idea that food is good, but you need to use it well, like because. Uh. Again, gluttony is a sin. Those such okay, things. You're taking it like one hundred. Like any. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> the uh, point is, you know, you can. When it comes to nutrition, you can either be undernourished mm, or over or obese. Or you can okay. You can either have mm-hmm. undernutrition or overnutrition. Okay. So both of them constitute malnutrition. Okay. But the thing is, how you utilize food is what will determine whether or not you're having adequate nutrition or you're having over under nutrition so oh so you can have over nutrition yeah now over nutrition is what can lead to overweight obesity ah. etc but it's not always the case you know it might not manifest physically especially maybe if someone is uh very athletic or very active okay but if say for example you're eating the or or depending even on your metabolism yeah, you might be eating some certain things and then you find your cholesterol is high but you're lean. So it's all the oh, same. I get, I get. Yeah, because you can have heart problems about cholesterol but you're not showing it on the outside. Like we can't, you're not necessarily what we'd call big. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know malnutrition is not lack of... Nu- okay. I, I'm, it's I'm, bad. You know, mal just means bad. Oh, mal, okay. Mal just means bad. So bad can be excess. Or too little. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's how you need to just think about it. Okay, cool. I didn't. I have no idea. When when I was thinking about food, I was thinking about it in in culture. Like, what's a culture? Like, as you're Kenyan, yeah. Mm. Is is food for you a cultural thing, or it's just something we eat? Because we personally watch a lot of Korean shows, mm. and food for them is basically their culture. Like, if you associate them. Like, if, when you think about a Korean, you also think about their food, like the kimchi, and you think about what they eat. Mm-hmm. Do you think when someone thinks about Kenya, although, of course, there's the Maasai and, you know, all those things we normally talk about, do you think they think about our food, or it's not really a cultural thing? Um, okay, when I think about it culturally, like, in terms of Kenya, what 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 comes across, like, nationally, maybe something like Nyamachoma, because that's something every Kenyan knows or has experienced to some extent yeah uh but um but do i at home think of food as a cultural experience no because in my head it's just gideri or ugali yeah like it never it never really hits home that it's you know this is a cultural thing and then i feel like we just eat very regular things you know mchele you know rice It's, it's it's yes it's cultural but I think when I'm consuming food, the only things that make me really realize culture is maybe when I go to a function. You know, for example, I go to a wedding and there's those black beans in your hair yeah. or mokimo. Mm. And and I know, like, particularly for different um, cultures, those are the foods that will definitely be there. Then there are other cultures where you have 
five types of kukua must be what you you get like honestly like on a day-to-day basis i don't think about it culturally i think about it just just food but what i do like is diversity i mm. think i um because i think something that i struggled with like a, a couple of years ago is, was just feeling like there's nothing else we can eat because mm. i was feeling like it's it's rotating between rice and some stew gideri chapati ugali yeah and then and then okay then of course now the rice can either come in as plain rice or pilau and then the ugali is just ugali with yeah. either cabbage and meat or something or other greens and yeah and then now maybe uh, if you if you push it sana you add matoke and mokimo and stuff but then that's those are the classical meals in like almost every kenyan home exactly. or every other home especially so, the ugali thing i've heard of like families where the dad will eat ugali every day every single day and it, it's a rule like everyone else can be eating whatever they want but for him it's ugali hmm. and that's i i find like we either either it's just the thing they like uh specifically or just culturally we're not as diverse I I don't mm-hmm. understand why because when you travel like for example you've traveled you found like peop- cultures actually have like infused food as a culture like um tell us about your trip to Uganda for example how was how was the food culture there mm, okay what i thought was first of all it was very unique it was different from Kenya for sure in terms of even quantity like i feel like one thing one thing they kept telling me is that Kenyans have mega portions you know like at kidogo kidogo and and honestly it's true because i remember there were times i would look at the food and I'm like i'm even telling them hey sieke yoyote you know punguza like reduce it it's it's too much yeah um and then also the thing is the preparation was very different for example these two oh, there's this food called wombo oh but it was so tasty it was so good so they basically put the food like i ate chicken luwombo so they put the chicken and then the other ingredients into in, uh banana leaves and then they kind of i don't know whether it's steaming or boiling it while it's inside the the leaves of the, the banana okay yeah but then it comes out so nice <laughs> like it, it's not plain it's it doesn't taste like boiled food no uh, of course because it also has you see it also has other ingredients so okay. it has maybe your garlic your onions oh, your right your tomatoes chili your you hoho if you want chili exactly it has everything that you want okay yeah, so yeah i don't know but like you see what you're saying for example about having ugali every day i think that's the thing about preference because the thing about food is that it's so unique to each individual because maybe you and i both like chapati mm-hmm. but me i can enjoy eating it every day but you twice a week or max. even once like no, once in two once. weeks i'm just like i'm done you know yeah and uh, it's not that you don't like it it's just that your preference is not to have it daily mm, you see yeah so i think that's another thing that people need to look at in terms of or that we need to look at in terms of food mm. Mm. let me take a sip of my tea <laughs> these guys know that i'm always taking tea i don't know if <laughs> mm. yeah so i'm always taking tea when i'm doing this because of dry throat. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. So anyway, there's also we looked at it in different ways because we had this discussion even before we came here of some few things mm. and we looked at it in different categories. 
um yeah so we thought of food as bragging rights yeah and mm-hmm. i think i would like to talk about that a bit okay so yeah when i'm thinking about uh in terms of bragging rights we had we have like a friend group and most of the girls in that group really know how to cook okay mm-hmm. but there's a guy there that i fancied let's call it fancying okay mm. and he always mentioned another girl's cooking skills as very <laughs> nice top nice. notch yeah so whenever we would like have a meeting or a gathering i would try to you know impress 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 me i can have the bragging rights for this whole cooking thing and i think like i'm not i may not be the only one because even sometimes when when you have your friends over you want to impress to some extent show them that you have some skill and i think that food is one of the ways because where you live yeah. what you have is not very easy to use i mean it's just the circumstances circumstances you're in but when it comes to the food food you're preparing i it's mean skill. it's skill man and you want to show that you got the skill you got you, yeah you, you have it you know like even for example how when you have guests and then and then okay maybe maybe again for ladies more than for guys because uh i don't know it's an assumption that a good wife cooks well and all that so not just myself or you even my friends lady friends usually like how you know you cook then your mom will be like yeah yeah and walipika hiyo you know and everyone's like wow you're such a good cook and and it's like eh, points and you know yeah exactly and 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 it even makes it more pressure when 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 it's when you're around people who who first of all know how to cook really well and then makes it worse like for my example where the guy is around like you just want to impress and be like I'm the best cook of course i don't know if maybe it's a culture thing i don't know but i feel like the wife cooks more of the time most of the time so i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know yeah it is a culture thing it's I a think, culture I thing think, i think you know, culture definitely because uh especially in the olden days you know the the husband would bring in the the food and the wife was expected to yeah. cook it because she's the one in charge of the home so but of course things have changed now with uh, both husband and wife working and what but then there are still definitely roles that are more of the lady although i think well I think we're veering off into gender roles. So. Yeah, so let's let's move on from that. And actually from that point, I thought of it also in terms of love. Like food is a way to show love to each other. Like if I cook for someone I love, like my family, like you guys, when I mm-hmm. cook it, um it's not only from a point of doing it because I have to do it, it's also from a point of love. And how I do it also shows how much love I can show to you guys. If I do it badly and looks like I'm being forced, it it basically makes it look like you know the love is not like you don't do it with love i don't know if that makes sense it does but again i still think it boils down to skill because there's someone who can who who might love you and they want to cook yeah, for you something so nice yeah. but then yani the skill is poor <laughs> so yani they've put in all the love they have corrugated it in there but then the skill is just lacking so yeah. In the same way the food is just tasteless and flavorless but unfortunately with but with love so yeah i think but yeah definitely it's it's i think um food is an amazing way to connect with people mm-hmm. even even if you're not the one cooking like i think i love having like discussions with people over a meal yeah over coffee over just something when yeah. you're eating it it i don't know it's like a carbon you know <laughs> it fosters that relationship when you're with your people mm. yeah and that's another role of food you know like yeah. it brings that society 
thing. Feel. Yeah, mm. and that's why, like, right now, quarantine is just like, what? Like, it's hard yeah. to think about how you can bond with your friends. Because it doesn't have to be an expensive meal. It can be a coffee. It can be someone has called you into the house uh, as a friend group. You, you eat. Yeah. It builds that friendship. That's so, true. Yeah, over a meal. Like, you just can't be sitting there looking at each other most of the time. Someone will offer you water, a, a cup of tea. Something mm. and uh, and you always appreciate. I, I don't know. I always appreciate. Always. Especially if someone cooks for me. Ah, I me. Mean, I feel like wow. It feels really nice. And also, um, in terms of love, I feel like when you're helping the needy, most of the time the way you show love could be monetary or whatever. But food is normally at the top. Like how we mm. donate food stuffs and stuff. Um, mm. dealing with food, I think mm. it's such a beautiful way to show love because this is a human need. You know. That's true. But yeah. then again. And there's a friend. There's a friend of mine. We're having this discussion with. I think during one of our Bible studies, and she brought out something about food and dignity. In terms of even when you're giving relief food, it's been found that you know, say for example, you're giving refugees food, eh? mm-hmm. and then you offer them. You most of the time they'll they'll buy a food that is you know uh, less likely to expire more easy to transport you know dry foods you know those ungai ugali those things Mm. so what what this friend was saying is sometimes it robs these people of their dignity Mm. in terms of choice Mm. because when you're giving someone food you don't know their preference you don't know their their what they like what they don't like you don't know the amount that is adequate for them Mm. because you might buy someone a whole 70 kg of maize flour but their preference is rice mm. so you deny them that choice yes they have food but the dignity that comes with it the choice that comes with it is denied so at the end of the day again now another thing is food comes with dignity in terms of i don't know i feel like even even in our own country there are certain foods that are associated with higher class or uh better i don't know whatever it is it's just a dignity thing mm. but don't you think when it comes to helping people um isn't it better to just give what you can because i feel like rice and maize are different um money points you yeah. know like one is not even dignified um is more expensive than the other so as a helper maybe to an orphanage i give what i can afford you know if someone can afford the rice it's fine if someone can afford maize flour it's okay if someone can afford um wheat flour i think that's one for chapati Mm. it's fine but yeah i think it's important to also ask what do you guys think you need you know okay you see the thing is it's not it's not in a situation where it's an individual giving only Mm. because you see if it was me giving the best I can do maybe is a bag of unga or a packet of rice or something like that. It's not much because even my capacity is not much. But then I'm looking at a situation like where, you know, UN gives mm. truckloads of food. Yeah. Where and, and you can imagine you send to a village a truckload of ugali flour only. Yeah. This village maybe is a rice eating village. Okay. You get yeah. like it. It it can affect the cultural understanding of food. So e- eventually, it can seem like food is not for enjoyment. It is only for survival. Survival. Mm. And that's I th- I think a mentality that, of course, of course, the primary thing 
you survive off. Mm. But I, 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 I truly believe in enjoying your meals. Yeah. Like, I think um, it's nice when you can enjoy it. It's nice when you can eat and actually feel like, wow, wow. Yeah. Because sometimes it's not even the amount. Mm. But if you eat something small that is just divine, it's just wow. And that's enough. That's nice. I've never thought about it that way. I've always thought like more of survival, you know. But, but I guess. But then again, um, I think you have to think. You have to realize that people's needs are different uh, levels because survival is a need. Yeah. Enjoyment is a want. Yeah. So first comes first survival. sort out the need. Yeah. Then you can think about the want later. Mm. When you're at a position to think about though. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean you can't be creative. You know, you might not have much, but you can be creative. Mm. You can, you might only have, um, I don't know, whatever you might have. You know, like I remember how when we were kids and we used to play with ugali. You know, you, you make a flat, whatever, of ugali and then you put mboga inside. And then, then you a eat. ball. <laughs> yeah, the ball. And then you, you first of all, well, we used to throw it at each other sometimes that's for fun. Yeah. But, personally, I used to enjoy it mm. when I used to eat it like that because it's, it added something to the food. It yeah. wasn't the same. It felt like, wow, this is different. Yeah. And yeah, you, you know, you don't have to do at a lot. You don't have to do the most. Oh, you're there buying all kinds of condiments and it's gee, what? You don't have to do that. You just have to make it simple, mm. but unique to you and something that you Enjoyable. will actually enjoy. Yeah. 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 Um, and in that, in that case, I was, we also thought about it in terms of hobby. A hobby like food yeah. can be a hobby to some people and an art mm. like on instagram uh yeah. when you look at people's pages who do food you're just like wow like it's it's beautiful to look at let alone we don't even know how it watch. tastes i mean just looking yeah, yeah. and that food might actually be nasty you know but just the fact that they have put it up in such a way that just looks amazing um it's just like wow because maybe not it's not, strong. not nasty not nasty but like not enjoyable maybe not palatable not, it's not to your taste yeah not to That's your taste uh so food food for example can be an art yeah for some people it's their art in fact when they go some people just cook to take nice photos that's true. And it's just like, wow, okay, that's a thing. And it actually pays them. So for f- food food for some of us is, is just basically what we eat. Yeah. Just to, you know, to, I think, to move on. <laughs> I think I honestly enjoy cooking when I'm doing some when it's something new. You know, I find I find cooking, like you said, it's a nut. I enjoy mixing mixing random things mm-hmm. and then coming up with something nice. Yeah. Sometimes, of course, it goes really badly. Yeah. Really, really badly. Yeah. So the time I I tried making some juice, so I don't know what those things were. I put and even <laughs> even the dogs couldn't drink it. What? It was so bad. You you take one sip, you're like, and so I had made like a whole Jack. like two liter kibuyu. What? But so now you see, the thing is, it's a nut, but then you have to be careful because you don't want it to be wasteful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So of course now that that's a restriction, but I I definitely enjoy in terms of even even baking like like I like coming up with my own recipe yeah. because I feel like it's so exciting yeah. as compared to just following instructions and then duplicating what someone else has made. Why can't I just make my own your own thing? Yeah, and that's that's what I enjoy about food. Like you can you can come up with your own thing, mm. and it it doesn't not everyone has to enjoy it. As long as you're enjoying it, that's adequate, especially when you're just cooking for yourself. But then, of course, 
it's better when you eat it with other people and share it together. Yeah, there's a beauty in making those memories, which is the next point. Yeah. <laughs> like, food is actually a memory thing. Uh, yeah, memories. So today we, we I found macadamias in the kitchen. I, our neighbor had gifted us macadamia nuts. And for those of you who don't know macadamia nuts, uh, from the international world because you're going viral. Anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> Joking. Yeah, so they, she brought macadamia nuts for us. And uh, what happens is you have to break the, the, the shell and then you get the nut inside. Mm. And when we were kids, uh, grandma used to have a tree. A mm. tree which used to like, oh, it was so amazing, but it was cut down, unfortunately. But yeah, we used to get macadamia nuts and we break We used to them. climb the tree. We used to climb the tree. I mean, it was hard. Although I preferred if guys did it. Yeah. Uh, it was too hard for we me. To try and shake them off. Yeah, <laughs> or hit them with a stone stick. or a stick. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we we have basically grown up doing that. And today, I I don't know. With my other sister, we were just reminiscing. Is the mm. word? Yeah, we're just like, wow, oh gosh, like this is what we used to do as kids. It's literally a like a deja vu moment, like something like, wow, we I did this, mm. and even the taste is nostalgic. Like you're like, wow, I. Yeah, wow, because it's not the same as those store bought nuts. You know, no, it's not. You know the nuts that come in those two packets. They're usually really nice and mm. they're well salted and all that. But it's not the same it's thing. It's not the like same. It, there's just this niceness that comes when it's wherewindome. You've cracked it yourself. Yeah. You have, you know, eaten it, roasted it if yeah. you wanted. Like you're the one who created the experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I find like, yeah, food is really a memory thing, and especially when you also meet up with your friends, and then you have photos. And you mm. had it around a meal, like that was the center yeah. of your thing. You did a picnic. Um, mm. What was that thing we did with my friends? A potluck. A potluck. A potluck. Yeah. Mm. Hey, wow. English. Potluck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a potluck. You can do that, and it actually creates the memories. It's not the center of the enjoyment. It's not like the main enjoyment, but it's sort of like what brings you guys together. Yeah, exactly. Because I think food really brings people together. Like yeah. sometimes. Sometimes you don't even have at something, you know. It doesn't have to always be at someone's birthday for you to 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 meet up and talk. You can just organize a picnic, which is where, uh, or in actually a potluck, where everyone brings something small, mm. and then you have just time together, and then a meal, and yeah, that's such a beautiful day. Yeah, and I think that's maybe one of the struggles we're having right now with relationships, um, in terms of friendships. The fact that that's not no longer a center of our friendships anymore. Like we can't meet up. In other words, it's more of you have. Yeah, to, I think you, you just have to be creative right now. You have to really be creative. I remember you were doing a game with your friends online. Yeah, think, yeah, that's like that's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel. I just feel like um, the thing is, friendships are about intentionality. There doesn't always have to be food for there to be a friendship or anything. Um, but food is a great icebreaker. Even when you're talking about oh. deep things, you know, yeah, it's it's such a great icebreaker, mm. and it's it just uh, it's always easier to talk when you're when you're satisfied in your stomach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, you, true. You just it's feel true. like yeah, no, I and talk. and then let's say for example, for the people who go for dates, mm-hmm. food is also like an like a as you were saying icebreaker. Like if you feel awkward, you can take your sip of coffee. Yeah, and, and ask, do you like the chicken? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, or if you lack topics, exactly. Like, it can be the center of your topic. Because sometimes it's awkward when you're with friends. Or or you are set up with some dude. Let's say that happens. You know, these movies we watch. Ah, wait, wait. <laughs>
Yeah, but it's it's definitely a nice breaker. Yeah, definitely. I get. Um, yeah, so I think. Oh, the other thing is, uh, we looked at it in terms of comfort. It's mm-hmm. a comfort thing. I mean, there are days I just want uh something to make me happy, and the first thing I think about is food. Food. Yeah. Like honestly, I think about how can I go and make uh an egg. You know, for example, mm. and I'm just like, it'll make me happy. Or mm. or when I have, like, the cash, I can go and get a bar of chocolate and I'm Pringles. suddenly happy. Oh, Pringles. Oh, my God, I love Pringles. Yeah, it, that's true. Yeah, I so, think there are definitely those days when I know I have been sitting in my room and just thought, today, I want chocolate. Yeah. I don't want anything else. <laughs> just and chocolate. Just chocolate. Yeah. And I'm telling you, when I eat that chocolate, and then you know, for me, it's not, it's not half a bar of chocolate. Mm. It's the entire chocolate alone, alone. Because <laughs> the moment I share it, I feel like I've not eaten. Yeah, <laughs> I know that sounds so selfish, but it's just me. Yeah, and that's what I enjoy. You know, mm. I just yeah. I feel like for me, sometimes I'm stressed because because I live alone in school. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes it's like. I'm stressed. Schoolwork is getting too too much. Mm-hmm. I I I definitely go and make something and eat it, and I'm just like, you know, I relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. I don't know. Definitely a, a comfort thing. Yeah, because yeah, um, no, and you've said that you made me remember. Like during my, I think the last semester of school that has just passed or that was cut short. Um, actually, this entire academic year. Every single week, <laughs> I would just treat myself. I used to set aside money to treat myself. And it didn't... The thing is, I wouldn't buy an entire meal. I would just buy something small. Mm. It would depend on how much I had that week. Yeah. And uh, what I really wanted. Yeah. Sometimes, honestly, it was just a cold drink. Yani, and just a nice kasoda. You know, and it's not much. It sounds like so little... But it was such a relief. I, I remember one time I I was feeling I was um so I stay away from home. Mm-hmm. So of course I was coming back home that uh weekend and so when I left my place I, I was I was I was feeling I was coming home yes, but I was feeling I can't go yet. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm just You need to be I'm too wound up. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like there's just so much. Mm. So there's this there's this uh bakery that we like not too far from home. So I just went there. I ordered I think it was a I don't know, a chocolate croissant or something. Uh-huh. And an iced tea and I just sat by myself. And then it's so nicely located where you can just see people. You know, nowadays I don't really care honestly as if I'm eating and I'm looking at you and you're looking at me, we'll just look at each other. What else? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> no really awkwardness care. anymore. Yeah, what what is awkward? So I would just, I was just um sitting there eating, just you know looking at people, observing what they're doing, mm-hmm. and I felt so relaxed. And by the time I got home, I was ready to you know just have the best evening <laughs> ever. And weekend. Mm. So it was so easy because because like, I think maybe for me it's difficult for me to be around people and I feel a bit stressed. Mm-hmm. So I, I need time off. So that that I think I spent maybe an hour or two seated there by myself. And by the time I got home, I was feeling so relieved. Yeah. And I was able to, you know, 
Because what's the point of coming home if I can't spend the time with my family, mm. you know? And you know, that's the interesting thing. For some people, that comfort would come from just driving around and that's it. Or taking a walk. Yeah. But when you include the food, that means the food was actually... Because you'd have done anything else, you know? Yeah. The food was actually the factor of bringing the comfort. Yeah. And and that, that's, that's a good point. I think it's important for people to know it's okay. It's okay to use food as a comfort thing. Yeah. But it's, you it's know, fine. It, it's just, it, the thing is, it can't be an everyday thing. No, it cannot. It need, you need to be wise about it because you don't want also to be spending so much money mm. or so much time on food that is maybe not even adding nutritional value. Mm. Especially because, so. but, but you know the difference is here in Kenya, for example, uh, eating out isn't something we do often. And even ordering in, it's not, it's, it's not cheap. Mm. You know, like I, I watch a lot of uh, videos, I listen to podcasts and people are like, yeah, so we just ordered in and it's like a daily thing. You watch movies, people do that. It's, 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 it's like a culture. Eating out is okay. Yeah, but they rarely cook. Themselves. They rarely cook. But if you do listen to, if you do listen to Kenyan podcasters and whatever, or even it's cheaper YouTubers, to cook your own food. Cheaper to cook. But that's, I think that the other thing there is about, you know, fresh vegetables vegetables and the cost here versus the cost in mm. other places and convenience yeah convenience convenience as well. definitely because where i stay in school i can't i can't order food in it's too far from the nearest area of ordering so i think there's that factor as well hmm. mm. just, uh, i don't know i just feel like if mm. i'm going if i'm going to eat food from outside majority of the time i feel like i just want the whole experience Mm. From the outdoors experience to a new environment to the ambience even of a, created by a, a restaurant and and the like. Exactly. So I just I just I'd rather if I was going to eat at home, I'd rather just go home and eat home food the way mm. you know. But yeah, okay, maybe occasionally I'd order in, but I'd prefer if I'm going to eat whatever food from whichever place, I eat it there mm. so that I can enjoy the entire atmosphere. Yeah, and I definitely feel it's it's for us it's it's a whole experience honestly mm. when you go out. You're not just going out to waste your time. You yeah. Know? Yeah, so I feel like yeah, we've talked about we've talked about now like what food means to us and I think what food generally means to society. Of course there's a career part. There are chefs and people who do outside catering and stuff like that. That's that's a career and it's centered about around food, you know. Mm. Yeah, so it's important that we mention that as well. I yeah. oh, actually wanted to be a chef. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, you I to did. Do... I did, but uh, it it it's discouraged. I was discouraged for reason here and there, and maybe it's because first of all in Kenya, um, for me, for example, being a chef, you have to stand out. Yeah, you really have to stand out uh, if you want to be at the top of your game. Yeah, and it's, it's difficult because uh, even in terms of like the world, African or Kenyan cuisine is not something that is highly appreciated around the world. Exactly. So it, it, unless you're willing to go out of your way to learn international cuisines, mm. really, you're just like uh, any other person cooking in a, what are these things called? Kibanda. <laughs> Kibandas, you know. Because... Yeah. Maybe maybe you chop better, mm. but the food is just the same. The, it's the same outcome. Yeah, because yeah, I know, like for a fact, I think the one place where I feel like in Kenya, for example, uh, we get a lot of diversity of food, or at least something new, as compared to uku bar, uku, we call it bara, mm-hmm. eh, bara is pwani, like Mombasa. These coastal foods mm. are the ones which bring out a new side to our food. 
but true. most of us who live on the land side let's call it the land side basically have the same food yeah but i also feel like we're not very well exposed because me i can say i know i haven't gone to all 47 counties no, in Kenya. Yeah. so that's actually something i aim to do hopefully god willing i will do it during my lifetime because mm. i feel like there's so much in our culture that we don't experience because we don't expose ourselves to it yeah because people are so people are so interested in going abroad yeah because something something as simple as mursik i've never tasted mm. and it's not that it's something so difficult to find in fact if anything here people in nairobi can offer me mursik because mm. they make it yeah it's fermented milk or something yeah yeah okay. I have no idea. so i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure if i just found someone they would prepare it for me you know yeah. the same way they say or at least even teach me to prepare it for myself the mm. same way you know our friend taught us how to make uh omena yeah, and, that was, and, yeah, that was and even coconut rice you know freshly um made coconut rice you know those are things that you can learn to make but only if you're exposed yeah so and you're willing to learn and exactly. you're not rigid yeah. about it because i feel like as much as i was saying people like going abroad and all that uh here in kenya for example uh we also yeah people don't like they don't travel within as much yeah. and it's it's kind of sad because you can't go and seek other people's cultures before you learn yours mm. to at least some extent for, for for i don't know i don't know if that makes sense yeah. but yeah and in terms no, of food true. in terms you know, of food just think about it mudokoi is something I think I've only eaten maybe twice. Uh, I've eaten it once. And even right now, once. I'm trying to even remember the taste because I can't remember because uh, it's like the experience is so minimal. Yeah, so and and then we don't get to experience the the real one. You know, like you don't people don't like immersing themselves into the culture. Like for example, I've eaten biryani severely, mm-hmm. and and I'm grateful that I did it in Mombasa where the it's it's legit, legit, yeah. legit. But now someone will say I've eaten biryani. But they made it. They ate it here in maybe Nairobi, and and it wasn't maybe the the real the real deal. I'm not saying that it's not yeah. okay. Of course, because because what happens with food is that uh, maybe the coastal taste is different from the one for, for people in Nairobi. And as a business person, you look at the situation and you will offer something, not at a, it's counterfeit. It's just um, more preferred. Like it's. It's the option that works better for a certain people. Yeah. So, but I, I'm not, I'm not like looking down on anyone because I feel like that's that's a whole thing altogether. Yeah. There is a traveling expense. There's staying there, and yeah. I mean, I can't say now everyone. You can only do what you can do up to where you can do it. So that's just exactly, it. exactly. And if you can really go out full way, just experience the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think food food is one of the greatest things. To, to do that with mm. me mm. i think i think honestly i personally think food is an experience and mm. i consistently seek out some of these experiences you know um like i told you uh oh you, you in fact you don't mention like okay, so for example like when i was in uganda we went to this place i can't even remember the name but it had kind of like a fogo like the way fogo works yeah fogo so, okay. yeah kind of the same um meats many yeah, meats and different meats yeah. So <laughs> they offered us uh, one of one of, actually some of the meat that was on the uh, other than the usual beef and goat. and goat and whatever there was buffalo. What? Yeah, so I ate buffalo. Honestly, it tasted like herb. 
just my opinion. But <laughs> it was actually tough. we were even supposed to have antelope as well, but it wasn't there. What? It was tough. It wasn't. Uh, you know the way you tell yourself, oh, buffalo and cow in the same family. Nope, not the same thing. <laughs> not the same. Yeah. <laughs> and that's an interesting thing when you travel. You realize people eat yeah. more more things in Kenya. Thinking yeah. about I eating a buffalo. Meat. My friends carried horse meat. Me, I was like, that was from, from which country? Uh, Kazakhstan. And yeah. I was just, I was just like, wow. Yeah, like this is a thing. Have... Oh, and I also ate grasshoppers in Uganda. Like they, they make them, they fry them. <gasps> what? But there, honestly, it was such an experience. Yeah. And you know, sometimes, okay, the one thing I know in my lifetime, I will never eat is a snail. That one, I am just yeah, and a frog. As in, like if anything anyone slimy. Oh. Yeah, slimy things. It's and a little octopus. Hey. If it's alive, no. No. <laughs> if it's moving, no. Okay. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like but again it depends on the situation. I might get there and decide to try it. Yeah. But a snail, that one I doubt I'll try because honestly snails just pick me out. I'm just like ah uh-uh. yeah. That one is pushing it. I think for me, uh maybe what I'm biased to is land animals. I really am not into fish and those things. But I feel like food if I got to experience it made well and whatever, I would actually try even a snail. I don't think I would be as opposed to it. But yeah, so that's what we were talking about today. We were actually talking about what food means to many people. Mm. And we came up with some questions, you know, so mm. to make this more interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so the first one we we thought of was what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Like, just like, ye. and where? And where did you eat it? Like, what was this? Yeah, this thing we've eaten. Ah, I remembered. There were these white egg plants that I ate when I was in Uganda. What? Why? I, I mean, I'd never seen anything like that. Uh, in fact, by the, if there's a country that, like, I don't know, Uganda and Kenya are so close. Yeah. Like, we're neighbors. Mm. But I think they have either really amazing soil or just a lot of diversity in their food. Because mm. there's so many things me I saw I'd never seen in my life. A white eggplant. Yeah. Then there was this fruit, which I've forgotten its name. It was like so big. Uh-huh. Like the size of like a 30 centimeter ruler. Yes. By like 15 centimeter radius. What? Like a pumpkin. It's like a... Like yeah. a large pumpkin. More like a big watermelon. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's... It's kind of oval. Okay. So, like a watermelon. Mm-hmm. And then it had like spike spikes. Me, I'd never eaten anything like that. Uh-huh. I didn't even seen it. And don't remember the name either. I don't even remember the name. I ate it once and I was just like, it was Tamu, by the way. It was very sweet. Um, then those white eggplants. But yeah, those white eggplants. Mm-hmm. Your story, she, <laughs> I'll never eat them again. Like you were like, I no, didn't like it's them. I didn't like them. Yeah. For me, they just weren't my taste. But yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I've eaten anything to be considered weird. Mm-hmm. Like, weird would be the wrong word. But new, new and I didn't, like, enjoy it was, I think, crocodile meat in Fogo. It was, oh, it was it's so, so bland and very tough. Was, it reminded me of, like, fish, but, like, just, like, it, I don't even know. It was just strange. Oh, I don't know. It looks like oil, but it's not oil. It's yeah, yama, it's, it's a very it's strange hard. meat. It's, it's like, not understandable. Do you know how long I had waited for, for me to eat that? Like, I was I used to hear people going to carnivore to eat it and I'm like, ah even me I want. But now when mm. I went and ate You're it, like, I was like, This is not for me. Like I, I yeah. agree. Yeah. That's that true. was you know, the, and that you know that's the beauty of food. There's so many things in the world. So many that things that you can eat and choose not to eat. Yeah, so exactly. The thing is just finding your preference. 
and but also being open you know being open to try it the fact that you're open to try it mm-hmm. is enough is, is good enough so that you can know this is not for me yeah yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's that's important. Like guys, try try whatever you want and and see if it doesn't work for you, it's fine. Yeah. But don't be like so close minded when it comes to food. Yeah. yeah, because some people survive on that thing that you're thinking, like yeah. grasshoppers. Yeah, that's true. Hey, people survive on termites. Yeah, people eat termites. Yeah. These things that fly at night, the termites yeah, when it rains. I don't know how they do that. Um, people eat those. Mm. But yeah, yeah. So I think also don't look down upon what people eat because yeah. you could hurt their feelings i feel like it's important to be also be sensitive to people that's true mm. because like here in kenya uh the idea of eating snails is like a what but i but there are people who are actually doing snail farming yeah, in that guy western was parts news. of kenya yeah those big snails hey, i'm like what yeah but honestly i'm not hating I'm just saying Mimi and snails it's a no no <laughs> <laughs> it just won't work <laughs> um what uh what was the worst thing you've ever eaten now like now this one is is it that eggplant there was a weird part like this is new like this is just strange what's that one thing you've ever eaten and like never in my life never again like this is it like i'm done i'm done with this food never again is there anything like that or if it was cooked a different way you'd be like ah okay cool i can try it out honestly i'm trying to think i don't think there's anything that i've ever 100 percent said i'd never do again Mm. Yeah, that there are things I've said I'd prefer not to. I can't think of anything. Okay. But is there anything like you say is the worst like the worst taste in your mouth? Even when you think about it, you feel it in your mouth and you're like, ay yeah, yeah. Or like why did I even do this to myself? Honestly, I think I am those people who I'm I'm very I don't remember. Uh, I don't I honestly can't at tell you I remember the taste of a particular thing, especially if I only had it once or twice. I can't remember. Mm. I'll just I'll just remember the maybe the emotion attached to it or what I thought. Uh, but I can't I can't I can't taste the bitterness of the what in my mouth. <laughs> and like I there was this fruit I went to Meru one time. Uh, there was this fruit it's, it's like similar to what you were saying mm-hmm. uh, but it looks like tomoko i think tomoko what we call oh that's um, a small one yeah but it, it's not tomoko mm-hmm. what is tomoko in yeah um, i have no idea um let me think because i know it <laughs> mm-hmm. okay i've forgotten anyway yeah so it's like tomoko for those of you who are kenyan i think you understand what i mean it's like this green fruit that looks it's like a it's like a green fruit that looks almost like a mango then it spiky, spiky, spiky mm. outside. Oh, the I love it. Really sweet. I love it. Mm-hmm. But then there was a, like there's another fruit that looks exactly like it, mm-hmm. and they call it uh, le- melon something melon, stamel, uh, sweet melon or something. That yeah, I think sweet for melon me, is a green one. not sweet melon, but it was a type of melon, mm. and I can promise you I can never try that thing again. It was that bad. I was just <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done with mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah. So, what's your favorite thing to cook? What What is that uh, that one thing you cook and you're normally like, yay, haha, fun, fun thing to cook? I think I prefer to bake uh. when it comes to cooking. I I prefer to bake because baking I find it very fast, very artsy. Mm-hmm. It's quite exciting. Baking, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing I know I, I cook a lot of, at least here at home, is chapati. Mm. But I can't say that I enjoy making chapati. And her chapati, chapati is fire. Her chapati Thanks. is really good. <laughs> I don't like chapati for one thing. And for those of you who don't know chapati, it's like none. It's like none, but it's like none, but it's 
different. It's not none. <laughs> yeah. It ain't none. <laughs> it ain't none. Uh, so, but yeah, that's the one thing I cook a lot of. But uh, I can't say ati, I 100% enjoy making them because mm. chapati is work. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, yeah. Yeah, it's a, hey, I, I think majority of the time I just get out of the kitchen and I go take a shower because you literally have worked and it's hot your biceps you know you're just hey your triceps you've been there rolling you know yeah and that's why like I'm seeing this meme on on whatsapp Mm -hmm. people are saying if my husband doesn't like chapati it'll be like the best thing ever because because it's work like they don't think about how much work the lady has or whoever is cooking has to put in and I'm normally very excited when I go to a place and they're making chapatis and they're extremely soft, yeah. extremely sweet, and they're doing it in mass. In like, bulk, yeah. And just like, you spend the whole day making chapatis. It's and a me, skill. I'm like, but there it's you guys, big up. Like, mm. you're doing an amazing job. Because yeah. it's, it's not easy. Mm-mm. Like, I just make, you know, eh, for a household. And I am, I'm there tired and, you know. I can't, you're struggling. Yeah, I'm struggling, <laughs> literally. I can't imagine. And they go so fast. Body. Like, you make like 10 and they're all gone like in two minutes. And it's like, mm. oh, all my work, man. That's true. Mm. And I think that's another thing about food. Like, you can prepare it for two days. You know, I've seen these guys who do meat. Like, these chefs. These, mm-hmm. these chefs on Run YouTube. season and uh, what? You're just like, that food. Marinating and that me. food is an experience, Yanni. Those guys can marinate that food. Those guys marinate food for almost two days. Even mm-hmm. a week. I mean, it can be as long as... Yes, yeah. I mean as very long. Even not receive it like the Korean uh, kimchi and how, and and how they yeah they ferment the food and what yeah preparation. Yeah, so some people like they do their food and prepare it for long and then it's just gone in minutes and I'm just like That's whoa. True. I think being a being a chef for me would have been like guy I've done all this work like what is it it's gone? Was, but they actually and you know it's not just a tea in in big places that people are cooking even here at home. Yeah, like remember, I remember the time. Here at home, we had a barbecue-ish. Yeah. Just as a just as a, I'm t- We literally spent the entire day preparing. Because that day, we had decided to try out making burgers. And then we had made some nyama On choma. grill, on grill. Yeah, on yeah, grill, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we also were making ugali. Mm-hmm. And then there was the salads that were to be made. And the potatoes, the roast potatoes. And it took us... I think we started at like 10, just shortly after breakfast. And we ate like at 4. And we ate at like 4. And by that time, we are so tired. And then everyone sits down and has a meal. And then it's over. And now like, it's, that's it. And then now it's start preparing for supper. And, and you're just like, like uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so tired. You especially especially when you're making what is generally what you'd call a savory food or yeah. good food. It goes so fast like yeah. a flash of a moment it's gone but yeah i think it's very i don't even know how to feel about it it's fun when you see people enjoying the food mm-hmm. but the work that goes behind it and that's why yeah. people should be really grateful when they go out and can eat like someone has actually put in a lot of work that's true a lot of work and hours of work hours. you know because you know, because i because in a way that's why we buy food because we don't want to go through the hassle of choosing the ingredients preparing the ingredients mm. cooking them Plating so, them and then pr- finally eating. You know, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. So if you can just skip all that process and eat, <laughs> of course at a cost, <laughs> it works. It works. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why that's why it's a very, it's very, it's very nice to appreciate whoever is cooking, even if mm. it's at home. Like just be like, ah, thanks, man. Yeah, because good. 
Ha, the work. The work. Yeah. I can I can promise. And in fact, the question was what we like cooking. I like making soups and stews and I think I'm really oh, good yeah, at it. Tr- oh, yeah, yeah, you are. You yeah, are. that is where I thrive. Like mm. let me tell you I can make rice and it's basically ugali and spaghetti that's just horrible. But my stews I, I think rarely do I go wrong. Like Yeah, that's that's actually very true. Yeah, I I think that's my thing and I and enjoy the, it. Salt, the seasoning, the the taste, the flavor. Ugh. You usually just are on point. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, especially soups. Of late, I've become the soup ah, yeah, queen. Eh, thank you. You know, at least, at least we feel like we're eating a meal of like three course, you know. Yeah, kidogo, and, kidogo, kidogo. and what I get about like food again, I learned cooking soups on YouTube, yeah? And mm-hmm. of course, we have some cookbooks here at home. But I can do whatever I want. The other day, I just did something random. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. So experiment with your food. I mean, That's why not? And, and eat it with all your... Uh, happiness and yeah find what you like and see how, how to combine it in a way that you will enjoy kabisa yeah uh, the next question is uh what is your favorite meal like what do you like eating and you're just like yes as in um mm. you can put it in two categories traditional meal like that thing that is traditional here in kenya and international maybe something like fries something that's not like home home like Oh wow, a meal that I enjoy. Like I think the whole I thing. think there are four things that always come to my top four. Top ten or top wherever. Okay. Top million number of foods. <laughs> the top four of all things. foods. Yeah. Uh-huh. First, I really enjoy chapati. Chapati. I do. And the beauty and is that you know how to make them. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um I by the note, I enjoy these foods but then I mean I eat them every day. Although mm. chapati I can eat every two days or so. Like honestly, <laughs> mm. I think in school like I eat them <laughs> every every other day. Mm. Often, very often actually. Mm-hmm. The second thing is rice and beans. Oh my god. Nicely cooked beans and rice. And if you make that rice coconut rice, ah mm-hmm. me by the me I'm done. I'm just like hallelujah. And then chicken. <laughs> chicken those are <laughs> yeah chicken of course is those four foods like i could honestly eat them anytime well made of course the thing is yeah how they're made mm-hmm. the things that are added mm-hmm. yeah those are, and but um definitely i still like diversity in my foods but those four just make them well and that's i'm, it. I'm happy like uh, just the thought like like i, I remember last week I was just sitting, I had, I think, I don't know what I was doing in the sitting room. I was busy doing some work, I think. And then I just started smelling beans being cooked. Ah, joy. <laughs> Honestly, I was so happy. You're like, oh, yes. I was like, yes. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. And yeah, they're, they're not like the other. But then again, it depends. There are different days. There are days I see Ugali and I'm excited. And sometimes but that is like, so rare, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's You're so not rare. a fan. Hey. Yeah, for I'm not a big fan, but and, and snacks, uh, snacks. Oh, I'm a pastry person. I'm you love pastry pastries. I'm what definitely a pastry. Which person. one in particular is like a wow for you? Is mm. it croissants, donuts, cakes? Hey, depends on the mood. <laughs> oh, it depends on the mood. It depends. Ah. Cause there are days I'd prefer a cake. Mm-hmm. There are days I'd prefer. Uh, I remember there's a morning I woke up and I, in my head, all I could think of was cinnamon rolls. Mm. Cinnamon rolls. <laughs> so I actually went and bought cinnamon rolls that day. And we actually made them one and time. And even we made too. them here too. Yeah. yeah, so I just um 
it, I'm a pastry person. I like pastries. Uh, I'm not. I'm not very big on popcorn and crisps. You know. Oh, but which I know is your, <laughs> your, 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 that's your area. Where I'm coming in. Yeah, but no, me, me I like pastries mm. from from biscuits to cakes to croissants to mandazi mm-hmm. to donuts. Uh, but I'm also very picky when it comes to them. They have to be made to my liking. If not, I'm just. It's boring. Yeah. So mm. for me, actually, I don't like pastries. But when it comes to foods, my favorite. Kenyan or traditional kind of food is mokimo. Mokimo here is called irio. For those of you who don't know uh, and are not Kenyan, irio is like a mixture of potato, maize. It could be beans as well. Mm-hmm. You ma- like you literally, it's like mashed potatoes, but you have maize inside, so it's a bit coarse because of that. Yeah, and sometimes you add peas. Yeah, peas. You can also add um, pumpkin leaves. But uh, um, the other thing. The other one that we all, we also knew um as kids was oh, yeah it was the one with bananas yeah like fresh banana like the sweet banana itself the sweet ban it's actually more like a ripened matoke banana yeah that has like been a ripened boiled, matoke and then together with njahe mm. so it it brings this sweet and also njahe taste mm. njahe's taste cannot be explained it's just njahe njahe is njahe there's so many means about it and yeah. I love it actually. <laughs> Also part of my top list. I love I love njahe. That's black beans for those of you who don't know. Mm. And I also love green grams. Ndengu. Oh. Ah, I love them. So, so those and now those two with rice. Like I'm just like I'm I'm good for that. Mm-hmm. I also love the, salads. There's a friend of mine who, who broke a tooth while eating dengu. I since oh, that time me and dengu I was like <laughs> I just, uh, you know, peace. Hey, no go yeah, it's true. You can find like a stone. Yeah, hey. if the person who's selecting there doesn't pick them out very well. But yeah, salads also are nice. Yeah, I, li- I, I love salads. I like your salads. Oh, thanks. I man. think I'm picky. I don't like those salads to do with pineapple and do with carrots. I'm just like, what is that? I love but that. That is Koslo. I love I don't. I honestly think. That's Koslo. Yeah. I, I thought Koslo is Nini. Is Koslo the, is a carrot. You put carrot. Uh, you put carrot, cabbage, or lettuce, and then you put um, raisins uh, and sultanas and pineapple. That's coleslaw, and then you put yeah. But, so like, mm, I love, I love, I love salads. I think that's the thing. Like yours, but if the moment you put sultanas and raisins, pineapple, um, you're done. Ah, uh, me, I'm done. <laughs> in fact, Kwanza, Kwanza, I've, I've seen it in a lot of. Um, Catering, caterers, like a lot of caterers do the whole thing about pineapples and carrots, and I just, I love it. I love it. And I you know why like I like the pineapple salads? Overpowers the carrots. Why I like it's salads just... for me? It's cause and pineapples are my Wait, favorite. and you like you like pineapple in pizza? Yeah, I do. How interesting, even me. But maybe not as much. I don't like Hawaiian that much. But that's that's I prefer, interesting. Yeah, me, me. The thing is, the pizza just has to have have, have meat. As long as yeah, meat, it's not vegan or, or vegetarian or whatever. Ah, mm. I like. Um, so we were also talking about now the snack I like. Yeah, I love sausages. Oh my oh, god, yeah, I love true. sausages. I love fries. I like things with oil. Let's like say that popcorn crisps, things nuts. Like I'm really into that side. I don't like pastries. Now that's the interesting thing. I think that's why I don't like chapati. I don't like wheat products. I don't like wheat much. products. Yeah, I think if I was to do that whole gluten-free diet thing, I would actually survive very well. I am I, not a fan. I think the only way I'd survive it is if there was a lot of meat, because I am a meat <laughs> lover. Like, okay, maybe that's the fifth thing I would add. Uh, I love all kinds of meat, and I all. love to try kinds of different kinds Apart of meat. Apart from snail. 
Yeah, yeah. Snail, snail <laughs> is not meat. That is not meat. Whatever that is. That is whatever it is. But I like trying different kinds of meat. Which meat is your favorite, by the way, if, if you just think about it in your mind? Hmm. I do like chicken. I like beef. Mm-hmm. I like goat. I tasted ostrich. I had an ostrich burger, which was amazing yeah. was so good it was really good i tasted and it. i felt like ostrich tastes like it's like in the middle of beef and chicken it's just it's just it's just there it's like it's, it's like not it decided <laughs> yeah wait um yeah i've had duck but honestly i can't remember the taste of duck i, I felt like it looked like it also looked kind of like red meat but was white meat i don't even understand mm. what that was oh i actually you reminded me of reminded me of one of the worst things i've ever eaten rabbit I think the person who made it made it really badly. I know that one. Okay, that one. And that one of ours. <sighs> I think that one was transportation because it was made far. By the time it got here, it had taken. Yeah, but long. it really put me off. And you know, I can't actually try rabbit. You tell me this is rabbit I'm eating. It it literally I scared me. Fresh rabbit. It's if someone gave me fresh rabbit, I would try. But mm. if they told me this has come from where I traveled for, I know. But I think if if I I think okay uh, let me just say I my favorite meat, uh, if made perfectly is, it definitely chicken, and then it's followed after by mutton. Then mutton mutton goat like lamb or, lamb or sheep 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 sheep. How can you even tell whether it's sheep or goat? You can. Goat smells like goat. Have you ever smelled goat meat? It just smells like goat meat. Even I can't them even tell the difference honestly. Yeah, then but goat meat is normally very tender. I like that. Mm. But now mm. mutton is more oily to that, and I like the fat of meat. And then I like pork. I love pork. Oh, pork. Yeah, yeah pork, pork is, is really good nice. if it's made well. If it's made well, if it's not mm. made well, just get yeah, out. Yeah, that was that <laughs> pork we had in Meru. You remember? That mm. was really good pork. Mm. Mm. In that restaurant. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the next thing was because we're running out of time. I will just go through them quickly. What's your favorite cuisine and which one is which cuisine would you like to try out? Maybe just mention in passing. What was your favorite cuisine? Where you had it and which one you'd like to take in future? I don't think I have a favorite cuisine. You don't have a favorite cuisine? What I would like to try is Korean. Okay. At the moment. At the moment I'm interested in Korean cuisine. Because okay. uh yeah, like you said, we watch a lot of Korean shows. But yeah, I'm interested in trying their food. Um what specifically? Maybe I don't know. I just find like they make interesting meals, like yeah, ramen. You know, noodles, and then you add a, an uncooked egg. I'm just like, yeah, like the, 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 that's runny egg thing. Yeah. And I'm just, but the funny thing, if you're not Kenyan, I I rarely find people who don't like well done eggs. Like mm. that runny thing doesn't work for us. It doesn't. Hey, it's so <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, like what that your egg is, is swimming. Ah. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah, and so like as you are like really pro well done, even meat, that whole red meat thing. Hey, me, I yeah. can't eat meat that's rare. Like, the moment I just see blood looking at it, me like this, I'm just like, eh, eh, cook yes. it again. Yeah. Either it's cook true. it again or I don't eat. I know, like even when we go to a hotel and they're making the eggs in the morning mm-hmm. for breakfast, like if it's, if you have, you tell the guy, well, well done, please. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, chefs, actually, well done is not necessarily well done the way as we like you know as we like it almost burnt <laughs> we want to see that for sure the heat has passed like, by oh, here everything has died like yeah. you've killed the, the, the food can <laughs> you know? yeah so like even when you go to a hotel you, you have naturally mm-hmm. rare is not common but maybe the one between rare and well done medium rare medium rare exactly mm-hmm. is a common and so you have to tell them hey you 
if it's shaky too because otherwise i won't eat yeah. it i actually have a friend who told me one time they ordered something at a fast food place uh, then the food came and it was it looked medium rare so you could see the red pinkish red, pinkish, pinkish. Yeah. and i think it was chicken do you know they returned they just gave them back and told them refry all this chicken and cup even me there was a time i got I'm like yeah. yeah i got and i went home actually i had bought like this takeaway foods you know this mm. this drive through places i picked and went to my place and when i started biting into my chicken i saw eh this thing is not well cooked I actually cooked it again it's just i think it's not even the idea of getting sick it's just we, we just i, I yeah, think it's just, it's just a culture thing like we mm. just don't eat rare yeah. than meat it's, it's just a no it's weird yeah you know, and yeah eating raw things yeah like sushi hey. i want to try but i'm also like that thing is not cooked i've eaten sushi once mm-hmm. but maybe maybe it's because how it was packaged it didn't really look at something raw it how t- was it because it? it was it was like a like uh, a ball although they do the seaweed they thing. cut them uh, i don't even know uh, it was it was like what they had done was made a long rectangular rod and then cut it into pieces that's what they do then inside it had but it was so tamu mm. it had um avocado and rice it's basically like a whole meal it was very sweet yeah I, I honestly enjoyed it but i can't tell you what meat that was i was eating up on jay so i don't <laughs> like, know what it was sure and i'm sh- i'm glad i don't know because probably i'd have been like i'm eating what guy <laughs> <laughs> lord i hope not <laughs> but yeah. but it was really it, honestly it was, it was really good really good interesting mm. i i am very anti seafood so i would really like to go to a place where I i've been eat. told you should try ocean basket ocean basket where is that Westland. Westland, okay. I know there's one in Westlands. I think there are like a few others. When things but even when things me, are think, back, I yeah. should I should because honestly my mindset towards fish and I think it's a smell, I, the I initial know. smell. If I could go to a place where the food is already cooked and then the smell of fish is like gone far away and out of the window, <laughs> I would I, I I really don't I really eat fish like rarely. I think I think I share the same uh, thought like in terms of okay, I share the same taste maybe. Uh I'm also not a big of foods that have been in water mm. for a long time because <laughs> it become bland yeah i honestly feel like fish is so bland mm. like unless it's so well salted and then and then maybe it's just me yeah but me when when even when people tell me oh do you add garlic sauce i try i'm like i even you know add lemon I, like it just doesn't work for mm. me and i'm waiting for the day that i'll actually get to eat fish and thoroughly enjoyed because even the things i've eaten like sushi like there was a time i had prawns with some friends we bought them and then they had Where been fried that? in diani mm-hmm. we bought them they had been fried mm. and honestly i felt like if they had not been um what's this thing called where you put them breadcrumbs and um, if that hadn't been done and then they're fried ah now for me i think now that's where the travel comes in. I maybe maybe I should travel to Japan where fish is a common is their delicacy, and maybe try it there. Not that mm-hmm. not that I can't fish try it sauce. here, hmm? but I think there now they have like you know variety of varieties. Like they not cook it in every single way possible. But not to say I don't like fish at it. But you completely. first try you know even our coastal area. Go yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. You know because all these yeah. places go to Sagana. These are places mm. where there's a lot of fish. fish. Baringo. Uh, um, you, do you know I have a funny story. The other day we were traveling with mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when we were coming back there's a place in Sagana people buy fish. Mm-hmm. Then for it not to get spoiled they hang it at the front of the car. And then it's just flapping. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? When, yeah so i saw the first car and i was like mom what is that what is that then she's like ah that is fish i was like why are they carrying around a dead cat i don't know i thought it was something else come it's fish for it not to rot yeah so if you're they, if they, you're wait, never, they travel is it alive no yeah no it's How dead it alive? it's dead but then for it not to rot because fish get spoiled very fast mm-hmm. you you tie it at the this bonnet. Part, the bonnet of your car and just go with it wherever you're going so it's just there flapping i was so entertained let, let me tell you it was the funniest thing i've ever seen and the strangest for all my years i was like oh my days like for sure i've never seen that even you have not seen it right i have never even heard of it you've never heard of it, it. i saw it so mom was like ah this is normal like this is what they do and i'm like <laughs> so for you listeners who don't know that you don't your fish to get spoiled and you don't have a freezer in the car put it on your bonnet put it on your bonnet <laughs> yeah also uh, the sun kind of dries it eh? and mm. i don't know what happens but i, I think... guess i guess that helps because remember the time we we had but starfish in coast and, and it was then just smelling uh, up the whole car and it's like nasty the worst thing mm. oh i also think with the cuisine thing i am generally enjoying using chopsticks here at home oh yeah that's fun ah it's so much fun and i think i'll be making like rice ugali in my house just so i can eat with chopsticks because it looks so cool it's they, so they, they, fun it's cool it's cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah they make it look yeah really it nice, looks so. really nice um so my weird eating habit like my new weird eating habit which i thought was important to say in this show is uh, eating in many bowls it's not weird but because oh, of watching me. so many shows of this korean meals and stuff uh, guys you'll notice we are just korean drama fans right now i don't know maybe just a phase we're going through but yeah so we use but, bowls mm, yeah, i would <laughs> honestly highly recommend korean dramas the exciting make... short precise and at the same time they're largely mostly clean mm. Cle- like if it's humor it's actual humor yeah. someone then have to cast for it to be funny mm. and me i honestly feel like yeah that's the mark of true humor <laughs> it's true <laughs> like it's true. the fact that you can laugh despite um, no no yeah. obsceneness yeah to that e- ex- <sighs> exactly yeah. yeah there's no yeah so um the next thing like no i have like three more things yeah so mm. what can you to, to send it to your point then you go mm-hmm. what's your number one condiment when it comes to cooking like what's that one thing you have to have oh, of course salt mm-hmm. but what is that other thing that like, like you'd have in your kitchen wherever you go is it cinnamon something like that mm-hmm. mm. i think I'd, I'd have garlic garlic i think interesting yeah i, I feel like garlic and not not garlic the the spice the, but garlic the fresh garlic the fresh because I think I really love when I cook and you slice it up and the smell the smell is amazing. I just hate the fact that it stays on your hands if if you don't yeah, handle it well. Smell mm. Mine is pepper. I love black pepper honestly. I just think I the number of times I sneeze because of it. It's horrible when you're pouring it but <laughs> the food just it does something. It brings it of course also garlic. And soy also sauce garlic and Oh gosh guys, soy sauce. Soy sauce is the queen of all sauces <laughs> I've used. Maybe I'm not exposed, but people say sriracha. Gosh, at a sijiku sema. Sriracha. Like people have many sauces. I watch a lot of cooking shows, but for me soy sauce is here. Like it's the oh, no, queen. I tried sriracha. Maybe we should buy it one time. We should try. buy sriracha. I don't even know what. I don't know if it's sriracha or sriracha. I don't even know how they say it. I'm telling you like I don't know. <laughs> Well, okay, we'll try one day. So what's that must have in your kitchen when you're in school? Like you can't 
like you can do without it maybe long i don't know no you can't do without it let's say i think i'm a rotational feeder like in terms of different weeks mm. uh, i have different things that i must have in the kitchen mm-hmm. so like there are weeks when i desire more meat mm-hmm. so i'll have more meats so i'll have brawn for sandwiches i'll have uh what are these things called the smokies i'll have meat mm. yeah then there are weeks when i'll just want pastries the other weeks i just want fruit so i'll have a whole lot of melon and pineapple and two bananas and then there are other weeks i'll just want noodles i don't know it just i'm a rotational person like i have like but this, all this i'm saying other than the main food like 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 this is in addition to my main meal like the main meal will be my supper will be rice but then now say when i get back to the house after school i want yogurt mm. so for that week it will be yogurt mm. the following week i'll want fruits the mm-hmm. following week i'll want uh spy uh, nini cookies or whatever yeah a pastry evil it's That's rotational I mean. yeah uh for me it's definitely potatoes i am a fries person and sometimes i wake up in the morning i don't want to see bread and i'm just like where are my potatoes at <laughs> i'm there making fries early in the morning and i have class to go to so mine is potatoes honestly if i'm just being very honest <laughs> and the other thing i think i must have in my kitchen is coconut milk interestingly enough i don't like coconuts in my like in chocolate like that chocolate that you like oh, bounty, bounty yeah. but i love it in rice i love it in beans i love it like in literally everything as long as i don't need to be so you like milk or cream uh i buy coconut cream simply because you just need a little amount to create the whole the whole experience like to bring out the taste mm-hmm. so you don't have to buy too many times but what whichever can do sometimes i would by mistake buy milk but it still works the same oh. yeah so do you have any allergies and as we wind down or wind out out of this podcast episode <laughs> is there anything that you don't like eating but you're not really allergic to like it's like i just don't like eating it not that i can't eat it i mm-hmm. just don't like eating it is there anything like that for you um well allergies yeah. uh in terms of allergies i don't have any particular allergies but i do get itchy when i eat excessive protein mm-hmm. so i'm quite cautious about the n- number of times i eat meat and this yeah this stronger proteins like eggs i'm quite cautious um even in terms of milk i try and limit because i get very itchy mm-hmm. like, so uncomfortable yeah in fact lately i've been having itch on my forehead i've been trying to figure out what it is maybe maybe meat because i've eaten meat i think three or four times this week okay so yours is excessive protein yeah and then in terms of foods that i don't like but are i'm not allergic to anything slimy including marshmallows like just anything that i feel just slides in my mouth i'm like you're like my friend (laughs) (laughs) a friend of mine also just doesn't eat anything like sultanas doesn't eat marshmallows it's disgusting but i I like sultanas and raisins but the really nicely dried ones Mm, but not anything anything that's slimy i i can't handle jelly no jelly 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 i don't know jelly it's been a long time pudding but did you like it oh pudding like, you don't like, like and also mousse i don't like mousse 
mousse, those sweet chocolate mousse, the strawberry mousse. I just see them and then I see the way they're shaking there like this. I'm like, ah. Uh-uh. <laughs> I just see it sliding down so my different. tongue. Like, we are so nope. different. I love marshmallows. I love mousse. I love everything slimy and anything. But but you know the funny thing for me now, I have allergies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have the allergy for rosemary. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing. I don't know if you guys have heard of anyone who has an allergy to rosemary, but I am allergic to rosemary. I can't take rosemary tea. Uh, and I love the smell. That's the worst part. Mm. I can't take it in food. Though it's normally like a really amazing thing for meats and herbs. Uh, the mixture of herbs. I don't take rosemary. And things I don't like. I don't like. Is it arrow roots? What's ndoma? Oh, arrow roots. Yes. Uh, I don't like uh, ndoma, which is arrow roots. For those of you who don't know, don't I, like them. I do not. Yeah, I don't. But it's an acquired taste. I can't. Not that I can't eat it, because sometimes when I fry it, I'm like, okay, cool, I can survive. But ndoma is just a no-no for me. Matoke is another one. Like I make really good matoke. Yeah, at home. Eggplant. And, mm-hmm. Like I just like no. Uh, eggplants. Eggplants are a no-no for me. Like the white ones, I don't even think I'll ever try them, as you said. <laughs> um, and the last one is sugarcane. I don't take sugarcane. <laughs> I don't take sugarcane. Ah, sugar but cane. that's because of the untidiness of it all. Yeah, sugarcane is so untidy. Let me tell you a short story before we finish this mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> I was in a matatu once, and you know people buy sugarcane in... Actually, it was a bus. People buy sugarcane at the road side. Mm. And the the peop- I was at the window. So I have like two people at my left. On the left, oh, two chairs. white buses. Yeah, the white buses. So I have two people like this city hoppers, these big mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. So anyway, I had two people at the left side of me and they were eating. It was a child and a, the mom and then the mom had another child. I think she was carrying on her lap. And yeah, so they were having sugar cane. And when they were eating it, of course, you know, you have to throw it out <laughs> somehow or put it in, or put it in a paper. And this girl was eating it and literally reached out in front of my face to throw it outside my window done down was sitting next to and i was just so disturbed and also you know when you're walking in town and you find like pieces of mm. chewed sh- sugar cane i'm just like you <laughs> like i honestly find like it's just like chewing gum like just finding it yeah. and stepping on it it's just yeah or mir- Ugh, man it's just it's it's not it's not something i'm very attracted to i used to eat sugar cane as a kid mm. but i really never knew how badly people take it so I, I think stopped. I think the best thing with sugar cane is to take it within the comfort of your home where you can dispose of it correctly. Yeah, because yeah. I honestly don't like, and then the, the that whole thing for your chewing and then you know that you're oh, yeah. sucking it in and everyone is making that sound. It's it's a put. What happens even with mitungo? I like I don't the, like it. The, the maze. I I don't like it. Actually, I'm very my pet peeve. Mm-hmm. One of my greatest pet peeves is sounds when people are eating. Those chewing sounds. Those oh. sounds. Eating with your mouth open. Even when they're drinking tea. I hate it. I hate it. I, I literally do. I also hate burping. And th- those are things that are natural to people. But it comes as a natural thing. But if you can hide it somehow, you know, I would be very, In very your presence, thankful. at least, if someone can be uh, considerate. Yeah, I think it's That'd about be nice. being considerate. Yeah, so guys, thank you so much for listening. I think we have talked a lot. Like, <laughs> it's been over it's been a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have talked and that's just to show how much food really means to 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 us i guess and how much of an important thing it is for survival for for everyone uh thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you have come this far and listened through it all 
i really appreciate you we have talked for <laughs> for a hot minute like we've talked and we have enjoyed ourselves thank you so much kathleen for being my first guest and for being here i hope you enjoyed it i did yeah 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 so that just comes to show how much um one topic can take you through a lot of stories you know and memories yeah, yeah and thank you thank you and i hope you guys enjoy your food you know and you appreciate food um and all it does for you yeah and so until next time guys uh do good anyway bye bye <laughs> so that's it for today thanks for coming this far for more fun and unique topics tune in next week on the with me podcast with moi <laughs> bye